Hello and welcome to the Adventure Post. I'm Jason Post. And I'm Lacey Post. And this is episode 7 and we are continuing our holiday Christmas journey through November as we highlight all of the uh, Christmas destinations out there available. And this week we are back to one of our favorite places, the Walt Disney World Resort. And we're going to talk about all the awesome Christmas things they've got going on there. We're going to talk about some of the adventures we've had and things that we've been able to experience. Then we're going to talk about what they've got going on this year at Walt Disney World with everything uh, happening and still being able to deliver Christmas. And we're going to talk about some really good Christmas deals and offers they have going on as well. And then we've got some really important news and updates later on in the show as well. So lots of stuff, really big show full of lots of information. So let's just jump right in. Lacey, let's talk about our adventure in Walt Disney World for Christmas and what we've done and what we've experienced. Okay. Well, as I said on a previous episode, we went to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party last year for my sister's milestone birthday. (laughs) Um, Unfortunately, the party has been canceled this year, but Walt Disney World is still offering some holiday magic. Um, The Christmas festivities at Walt Disney World go from November 6th to December 30th. And I was a little surprised by these dates because it's... It's like a week earlier than a lot of other destinations, but also it's ending a week earlier. A lot of places are ending like January 3rd, where they're ending like before New Year's, which I kind of found surprising. But that's the date. It's November 6th to December 30th. And they've got, they've you know, like I said, a lot's canceled. Unfortunately, the party's not going on this year, but they do have a lot that they are still doing. That, that kind of is in line with how... Disney typically does stuff, though, because, you know, Halloween normally starts in, what, like August? Well, that is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Christmas is... I guess I was Halloween more surprised up, but... them ending December 30th than beginning a little earlier than yeah. most... Because most places were beginning their Christmas things around November 14th. Mm-hmm. So they started a week earlier, but they're ending before New Year's. That's the part I found surprising. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've got some New Year's stuff planned that we don't know about yet. Maybe so. All right. So so they're not doing their parties as a hard-ticketed event this year, though, right? That's what we... They, they normally have the Christmas party, and that's a separate hard-ticketed event. So th- they're not doing those this year. So they've just taken all uh, their Christmas activities and festivities and just kind of added some extra stuff into the park on its own, right? So they're just going to have a yeah, Christmas it's season kind of worth a of... sprinkling. A spring, yeah. <laughs> a sprinkling. Yeah. So... Uh, just to talk a little bit about what the Disney, what what Christmas is like at Disney, uh, it's really focused a lot on Main Street uh, and Magic, Magic Kingdom. Kingdom. Yeah, the, yeah, the Main Street USA and Magic Kingdom. You know, it's it's built to be this uh, epitome of the stereotypical Main Street USA kind of town. So when you walk in, it is the height. I mean, it looks like something out of a Hallmark show. It is like the height of Christmas season on a typical small town USA street. So every building is decorated with lights and garland and all the lamp poster decorated. And there's a giant tree in the square as you walk in. And every, you know, kind of Christmas, you know, pageantry you can imagine is on display down Main Street USA. It is the it is the place to be and it kind of encompasses the full-on holiday Christmas spirit of Disney. So they've got uh, Mickey wreaths on the lampposts and lights everywhere. And it all leads up to, you know, when you walk into Disney, you know, that main street is built in a way that it leads you right up to Cinderella's Castle. And, of course, Cinderella's Castle is typically just... It also is typically done with some little extras. They 
they usually transform the castle a little bit um, for the Christmas season. So it's got like the little snow-capped rooftops and things like that where they physically and add sickles. pieces. Yeah, the icicles and stuff to the castle. I don't know that they're quite doing that this year, but it's still going to have a festive holiday kind of decor. They'll probably, they're using a lot of projections and stuff probably mm -hmm. to decorate the castle this year. So you've got all of Main Street USA leading up to Cinderella's Castle, mm -hmm. which is like the the big giant Christmas focal point still. So absolutely, you know, it's a breathtaking, amazing kind of Christmas experience, especially, you know, at night when it gets dark and all the lights, you know, are on. Uh, and it's just absolutely mm -hmm. uh, Christmas. <laughs> My dad got an awesome picture of it last year. It was right before the parade came through. Mm -hmm. And so you weren't really supposed to be crossing. Everybody's supposed to be on one side. But he, <laughs> I think he was kind of crossing over last second. And he turned and took uh -huh. a photo straight down Main Street. Snow was, or the fake snow, <laughs> was falling <laughs> and all the lights. And it was just a clear shot. It was beautiful. Because yeah. that's, that's the one that, that's the picture that everybody wants to get right there in front of the castle. But it's normally, yeah, <laughs> you mm -hmm. and... 10,000 of your closest friends behind you mm -hmm. <laughs> for the picture. <laughs> so uh, what, what else do they have that's, that's a big... Okay, so the other typ typical main feature of Christmas in the Magic Kingdom is the Christmas parade. And unfortunately, the parade's not happening, happening due to COVID. But there are unannounced Christmas cavalcades that will be coming through. And elements from the, cal from the parade are in the cavalcades. So you can see Mickey and Friends in festive attire and even Santa... So it's unfortunate they can't do the full-on parade, yeah. but I think this will be a this will be a neat experience too. You'll still get a taste of it if you go this year, but also go next year. Maybe see the full parade. Yeah, and we we still I think overall prefer the Halloween parade, but the Christmas parade was also just breathtaking last year. It's hard to beat the Enjoyed Halloween it. parade, uh, you know, with the grave diggers and stuff. But the Christmas, like the uh, what were the the toy soldiers? Was that what was in the Christmas parade that were so cool? Mm -hmm. the, the lines and lines of all the toy soldiers that are. You know, that are really, really awesome looking and at the same time, just a little bit creepy and spooky. <laughs> <laughs> it could be just me. Um, so the cavalcades, are those just are those just like the random kind of little floats that come out on their own, you know? Yeah, they'll be unannounced, unannounced. from everything I've read. So, the, you know, you just may be walking yeah. to Adventureland and all of a sudden here comes the cavalcade. <laughs> float with people singing mm -hmm. or whatever and dancing and Santa. Mm -hmm. So Santa Claus is on the cavalcade float. Okay. Very cool. Uh, well, and then the other thing that they don't have this year, which is usually a big part of it, is the fireworks. They're not doing any fireworks right now. Um, actually, I think they've just started announcing that they're going to be testing some fireworks at Walt Disney World. Uh, but it's still the case where you can't really have people gathered to watch fireworks. So uh, the fire, the Christmas fireworks show isn't going to be a part of the, the Christmas festivities this year. So they're, I think they've upped their game on the Castle Projection show to make up for that. And like I said, I think I've said in a previous show, I think I prefer a castle projection show. I think what they do on Cinderella's Castle with the castle projections is absolutely amazing because they completely transform the castle into all these different, you know, castles where it, and stuff. And it's 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 hard to describe, but a lot know. of them feature your different fav favorite Disney movies. Yeah. So you may have a Beauty and the Beast castle one minute. And the next minute you may have a Sleeping Beauty Christmas castle. Or right. a Toy Story. And they completely transform it to those styles and to those mm -hmm. themes. Uh, and it just works. And it's, you know, it's it's really is magical. I mean, usually they do, they, they used to do a little castle pre-show prior to the fireworks. 
and I liked it better than the fireworks. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So this is a whole kind of Christmas projection, castle projection style show. That so it's it's going to be pretty spectacular. Mm-hmm. So okay, and Main Street is where the majority of the Christmas happenings occur. Like like we said, that's where most of your where most of the decorations are. They're not really yeah. throughout the other lands so much. It's mostly down Main Street, and that's where you're going to find most of your holiday entertainment as well. So there are two holiday performances on and near Main Street. The Dapper Dan's Barbershop Quartet is parading down Main Street on a horse-drawn trolley singing Merry Melodies. They're awesome. And I love these guys. <laughs> they are so talented. And during shelter-in-place after Disneyland closed and Walt Disney World, um, my Instagram just I, it kept getting <laughs> getting taken over by the Dapper Dan's just singing different songs, and it was really uplifting. Yeah. Um, they're just amazing. I really like them again at the Halloween party when they're the cadaver dance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. So the other performance near Main Street to watch for is the Main Street Philharmonic Band, and they're going to march through the Magic Kingdom Park playing festive music. And a great bonus this year that they normally don't have is they're going to be accompanied by the toy soldiers in the parade oh, that nice. you were talking we about a while ago. Yeah. So, and I think the soldiers were my favorite part of the Christmas parade last year. Um, I just didn't understand how they could be so synchronized and... March in those big, big costumes, yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and they've got it these was incredible, locked, yeah, the locked facial expressions. I think on the toy soldiers is what got me. You know, mm-hmm. they're these solid facial expressions, and they they would turn and look like they were looking right at you, and it was just a little bit spooky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't yeah. think it was meant to be, but it was creeping me out just a little bit. <laughs> but it was very good. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, so that's is there anything else going on in Magic Kingdom? Like so, Magic Kingdom, a lot of it is is Main Street. Mm -hmm. Even with the Christmas party, it's kind of that way. I think a lot of it is focused on Main Street with their decorations. And and it's probably the most beautiful place anywhere during Christmas. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's everything from Magic Kingdom, though? Yeah, it's pretty much the Christmas cavalcades, the projection show on the castle, the Dapper Dance, the Philharmonic Band. The entertainment. And then just all the decorations and Santa. Yeah. Yeah. The cavalcades are probably in different parts of the park. Yeah, I would, I would imagine. Pop out. Yeah, because they've got that typical so. parade path. Uh huh. Um, so it'll pop out somewhere along those paths, or they come out and circle the, you know, the hub right there. Yeah. A lot of times. So, all right. So let's jump over to Epcot. Now, Epcot is is typically again one of the one of the big parts for the holiday season because they have another one of the keystone pieces of the holidays at Disney World, which is the candlelight processional. And again, unfortunately, this year, candlelight processional is not happening, right? Right. So uh, that's sad. And this is something that we've actually not been able to to do this one. And we would love to. I would. It's a retelling of the Christmas story with Jesus' birth. Yeah. And they always have have, uh, celebrities that rotate through to to actually lead it and do the reading, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's something that we've never been able to experience. But... Uh, is is supposed to be just one of the most awesome things that they do for the holiday season. So that's not happening, uh, but they do have some other things that they've kind of put in place over at Epcot. Uh, they they do love, you know, they love their food and wine and stuff over at, at Epcot. So what they've done is they've come up, they're, they're doing the Taste of Epcot International Festival of the Holidays. Mm-hmm. So this one runs a little different wise than your overall Christmas season. Uh, this runs from November 27th to December 30th, and you can visit and purchase uh, items at all the, the different holiday kitchens and stuff as, as part of that. So there's going to be specialty foods and stuff all over the, mm-hmm. the world showcase there at Epcot, right? Uh, 
Right. Uh, and and then they've got something similar to what we talked about last week uh, at Universal. They've got a holiday cookie stroll, right? Yeah, I'm thinking Universal. Like, they've had the cookie stroll a while. Right. And Universal just started their treat trail, so I'm thinking they're actually copying Disney here. <laughs> Disney gets credit for that one? Yes, no, I think fair. so. That's fair. Mm-hmm. So this one is a holiday cookie stroll. So you pick up your, your festival passport, and then you stroll around the World Showcase, and you find all the different cookies. So the cookies were like $2, 2 250 each last year. So you, you go to each location, and you can purchase all the different cookies. And uh, once you've purchased all of the sample cookies, then you return your stamped passport, and then you receive a complimentary cookie. And this year, complimentary cookie is a what, peppermint mini cookie. Mm-hmm. So uh, other cookies uh, listed are a chocolate Kringle cookie, the Linzer cookie, peppermint pinwheel cookie, a black and white cookie, and the gingerbread cookie. I think the cr- the chocolate Kringle sounds the best. I don't know. I like a good black and white Black and white cookies are awesome. That would be my second choice. <laughs> so, yeah, this is going to be very similar probably to, you know, if you've ever experienced any of the other food festivals that Epcot does, food and wine, um, flower, flower and, and garden, garden, which is now like flower, food, and garden. <laughs> um, like I said, they like their food over at Epcot. So um, it, is Santa over at Epcot as well? He is. So that's the next thing I was going to talk about. So he's making his way from the Magic Kingdom to Epcot, and he's going to promenade through the World Showcase in his horse-drawn sleigh. Okay. And Mickey and friends will also be around in their seasonal best. And also in the World Showcase, you can spot Anna and Elsa, and they're just going to be waving to their fans going country <laughs> to country. And speaking of Anna and Elsa, kids can get on, on the get in on the fun by doing Olaf's Holiday Tradition Expedition Scavenger Hunt which is where you help Olaf find all the things on his Christmas list. Nice. Um, And Epcot always does a fun scavenger hunt throughout the year. We've done the Phineas and Ferb one, and we've done the Remy's Food and Wine Scavenger Hunt. So those two were so much fun. I can't imagine this one not being fun. (laughs) I really like the Remy one. Yeah, looking for the little Remy all over the place. Yeah, I did too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then they also have some entertainment going on around Epcot, right? So mm-hmm. they they've got the Jammeters doing uh, some you know holiday percussion over in Canada. They've got a uh, joyful a celebration of the season, performing a variety of Christmas music in the World Showcase. They've got the Epcot pianist who will also be playing Christmas favorites around the world in the world showcase and then finally they got the um, in the over in the american gardens theater you can see a rotating lineup of kind of unique holiday performers and stuff right so lots so, of christmas music lots of stuff so and a variety of styles it sounds and like a variety of santas apparently so he's yeah. he was on the co- <laughs> he was on the cavalcade over at, at magic kingdom right and he mm-hmm. was on what was he on over here he he's on a, a sleigh here sleigh. he's on a yeah, sleigh this here is a sleigh. oh yeah that's what santa mm-hmm. should be on on a sleigh okay yeah. cool but now we can talk about animal kingdom Oh, so, what's he going to be doing over there? Like I said, Santa's a busy man. So here, um, you can catch Santa floating by on the Discovery River to holiday music. And <laughs> along with Santa, you can see Donald Duck, Chip and Dale, Mickey Mouse, and the Discovery Island drummers. So they come by on flotillas and um, just spread holiday cheer. <laughs> <laughs> so that he's the main part, I think, of Animal Kingdom, along with, like I said, Donald Duck and Chip and Dale and um, the drummers. 
But they do have a small show here. They have the Tree of Life Awakening show, which happens happens oh, yeah. every evening. But they're going to um, transform that into a special holiday edition. So it says you can watch the tree sure. come alive at night and holiday sparkle and shine. Nice. All right. Nice. Very nice. So Santa made it onto a boat. Mm-hmm. And then, so that's Animal Kingdom. So then uh, Santa hops off his boat, apparently jumps in his Corvette, throws on his shades, cruises over to Hollywood Studios, where we got kind of Hollywood Santa going on over there, I think. Mm -hmm. So uh, he'll be in a motorcade coming down Hollywood Boulevard in his red uh, convertible, uh, leading an entourage of elves. Nice holiday Santa. Holiday Hollywood Santa, probably, so... Uh, so that's over at Hollywood Studios, uh, and they now they're also doing uh, something that I think is awesome, is they're taking the Hollywood Tower, which is the Hollywood Tower Hotel, which is the uh, Tower of Terror Hotel, and they're going to do a projection show on it. So they're going to take the Hollywood Tower Hotel and transform it at night with uh, your different, different images from... Uh, your different kind of Hollywood hol- holiday movies. So uh, you, they're going to transform it into Mickey's Christmas Carol, Toy Story, The Muppets, Frozen, uh, you know, all those different things are going to kind of transform the Hollywood Tower Hotel with their projections. So I think that's awesome. I love the castle, the, you know, the projection technology in general. So, <coughs> and then speaking of Frozen, um, <coughs> the, uh, the Frozen, Sing Along is one of the few shows that actually has or actually come back. Mm-hmm. So they've got that going on over at Hollywood Studios. I think um, it was the first show to come back. It was the first one, and, and really, I think it's one of the only ones that's, that's come back so far. Yeah. So we're talking about a lot, a lot of these smaller kind of um, entertainment things that they've got going on. <coughs> Excuse me. And they've got those going on kind of around the different parks, but their major shows... I think right now we're still on hiatus. So like the the, the big shows at Animal Kingdom, you know, the, the Lion King mm-hmm. show and those those big popular ones, uh, those are still right now just not, not running. So uh, Frozen Ever After was, or not Frozen Ever After, but this, the Frozen sing-along was the first one uh, to come back. And now they, they do have a, holly, a special holiday edition of that. So you get uh, Christmas music with Anna and Elsa and you get to sing along. Uh, and they have their, you know, just their general frozen christmas stuff going on so. and we have done this sing-along before not the holiday edition but i was surprised edition. how much i enjoyed it because i i love singing <laughs> along you know if i'm ever watching grease i want to sing along you know and oh, yeah, the same too. thing with frozen so it was fun because everybody was singing you know and you yeah. didn't feel weird singing you could just sing out loud and have fun no everybody around us was really singing into it the uh, the little girl in front of us was like super into it and <laughs> and so they were like running through the story and Hans comes out onto the stage, <laughs> and the girl freaks out. She's like <laughs> screaming at the stage, no, he's a bad guy. <laughs> she was so into it. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I sort of drugged the boys in there, but I think they actually uh, they enjoyed it. They like it. Yeah. They admit it, though. Yeah. So, um, and it, so Hollywood Studios also has one of the only um, holiday dining experiences that's available right now, right? And this is the only one I've seen yeah, at any too. theme park. So they've got the over at the uh, the Hollywood and Vine, right? Mm-hmm. So they've got the mini uh, 
special minis, holiday dine, and Hollywood and Vine. So this event uh, offers festive music, decor, and tantalizing menu items. So Minnie and her friends will also be dressed in their holiday best. So they've got lunch and dinner available, um, and they are 35 to uh, 59.99 per adult. So mm-hmm. um, we've only done breakfast here. <clears throat> we did, yeah, early on we did a breakfast, um, character breakfast at Hollywood, and it was standard. You know, it's your standard breakfast buffet fare, <clears throat> and it was um, at that point. <clears throat> excuse me, it was very standard kind of characters i think as well it was mm-hmm. disney mornings or something characters yeah um but it was a it was a character breakfast that got us into the park early i've just heard kind of mediocre so. things about the lunch and dinner here yeah but you know maybe they're up in their game for christmas we'll cross our fingers and hope yeah. and we'll report back and let you know i guess if we hear anything differently but you know it's it's if you want a holiday kind of Right now, if you want a character experience, they're you know few and far between. If you want a holiday one, this is pretty much where you're going to get it mm-hmm. for a dining. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so finally, let's go over to Disney Springs, and Santa's not leaving anyone out, so he's going from a motorcade to a watercade again. So he and Mrs. Claus will be floating through Lake Buena Vista in a parade of festively decorated pontoon boats. So let me ask you, how would you <laughs> rather see Santa? Would you rather see him on a trolley, mm. sleigh? Flotilla, convertible, boat. <laughs> Man, gets around. <laughs> what uh, would be your pick? Um, you know, I think it would, I, I, you know, I can just picture the really cool Santa in his, you know, red convertible cruising down Hollywood Boulevard, and I mm-hmm. think that would be awesome to see. That does sound neat. But for me, you know, Santa should be Santa. He should be in his sleigh. Um, you know, it's just, I'm, I'm a traditionalist, I guess. Mm-hmm. What about you? That red convertible sounds fun. I think (laughs) I'd like to see that with his entourage of elves. That sounds like fun. I think it's, I think I would like to see all of them because just to see the variety. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, he, he clearly, he's like a, a, he loves all of his different modes of transportation. (laughs) I guess Mm -hmm. if you're getting, going around the world like he does, you got to use all everything at your disposal so (laughs) and the christmas tree stroll is returning yay something's coming back um but in a socially distanced way so instead of guests going down one path to see all the lavishly decorated trees guests can find the trees throughout disney springs so it kind of makes it into a hunt i guess you gotta walk all over to find them now and speaking of a hunt they also have a new holiday scavenger hunt that is somehow connected to the christmas tree stroll it said you look for clues among the trees now i looked and looked for more information about this because this part is new and i couldn't get anything so again if we hear reviews if anybody talks about it we'll let you know Um, so yeah i guess it's a it's really a scavenger hunt because you got to figure it out (laughs) (laughs) um and what's more disney springs will offer special entertainment throughout with everything from toy soldiers stilt walkers to snowflake skaters to holiday djs and nice. if you need even more Christmas fills, you can walk through the e- you can walk through in the evening through snow flurries in the town center and west side as you shop to Christmas music. So that should be fun. Yeah, nice. So that's a pretty good. I mean, obviously uh, we said a lot. They're not doing a lot of things that they're not doing this year because of COVID and because of special stuff. But with all the things that they're not doing, there's a lot of stuff that they are doing. I mean, mm-hmm. it feels like there's a lot going on. They're trying to do something in each park. Yeah. You know, there's more in Epcot and Magic Kingdom. But sure. you do have things happening in Hollywood Studios and um, Animal Kingdom and really in Disney Springs, too. 
Yeah. So, so it's everywhere. Yeah. I mean, they're trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were kind of focused on the um, different parks and then Disney Springs. But one other thing we wanted to add was if you're staying over at the campground, you're going to get some additional Christmas cheer oh, because yeah. it is wonderful to <laughs> um, to just go through the campgrounds and see how everybody decorates. Yeah. So it this is, is so a, cool. Yeah. And that's that's kind of the Halloween and Christmas holidays. Yes. We've done it at Halloween. We haven't done it at Christmas. So, yeah. The, so the camp, the campers, whether they're in tent sites or camp campers or, or, or cabins or whatever, whoever's staying there, you know, there's, there's a whole culture, you know, of people that just love to go here and camp here and bring all of their stuff and they decorate their campsites like mm-hmm. elaborately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had some friends that did it and they had a great yeah. time. Yeah, so it's it's a it's a whole experience just to go and you know ride your bike around the campsites or ride your golf cart around the campsites or, or whatever and just uh, you know see all the different things that people have decorated their sites with you know or their cabins with or their campers with. They even decorate so, the golf carts. That's right. You, yeah, yeah. People have the golf carts, so they ride around you know the cabins and the camper areas, and they decorate the golf carts with lights and different things. So I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something we did that one a, a couple of years back and it was we didn't expect to like it as much as we did i don't think mm-hmm. it's it's hard to describe it was a totally different feeling than oh we loved it yeah. we're gonna do an episode yeah, on we it. have to do a whole episode mm-hmm. focused on the cabins and the campsites and stuff so um but that was pretty awesome so let that that was our adventure that was kind of what's going on at disney this Christmas season. So let's talk a little bit about your adventure. Let's talk about some of the travel offers and deals and promotions they have going on right now uh, at the different Disney resorts. So we did, we talked about the Magic is Here vacation package a, a few weeks ago when we talked about the the, um, the Halloween you know offerings and stuff at Disney. Uh, that package is still going on. So I pulled. They've got that one, and then they've got a slightly altered version going on right now. And I pulled them both just as a comparison. So. That magic, the the magic is here offer. That's a it's a it's a four night offer, uh, four night four days in the park, uh, one one park per day ticket, uh, basically. So what I pulled was our our standard offer that we always do. So a family of four, five nights, six days. Uh, this one includes four days, four park days tickets. So you get to do all four parks. Um, so I pulled again a value resort. So I pulled Pop Century. That was the the cheapest of the value resorts I could pull up today. And for that family of four, five nights, four days, five nights, six days, four days worth of park tickets is a dead even $3,000. So so you take that, you jump it up to a moderate resort. I pulled Coronado Springs. It was the cheapest moderate resort listed. uh, And it's one that we really love, $3,188. So... Not a big difference. It's really not a big difference to jump from a value to a, to a moderate. And there's a big difference in those resorts. Um, especially if you're going to do, you know, if there's like pool days and things like that, the pool areas and the amenities and stuff, there's a big jump up. So um, then I went to pull a deluxe. And instead of pulling a deluxe for this one, I actually pulled the cabins. <laughs> because like Lacey said, uh, this is the cabins is an awesome option around the holidays when you can kind of experience you know the decorations and stuff that that are that they are over there as well so uh for a cabin at uh the wilderness cabins at fort wilderness uh again family of four five nights six days four days in the park is forty four thirty one ninety four. 
So this is the cabin. This is also something to consider if you've got um, a family of five or six, because mm-hmm. what you run into a lot of times is most of these standard rooms are going to sleep four. Occasionally you can get a fifth, depending on whether they've got, you know, a cot or, or a fold out or something like that. Um, if you've got over five people, you're kind of stuck with going with a, se- a second room at a lot of places. So the cabins is one of the few options where you can actually get six people into the cabins because you've got a queen-size bed, a bunk, pair of bunk beds, and a fold-out couch in the living room that's another, you know, full-size. So mm-hmm. you've got two, four, six people you can sleep into the cabin comfortably, I would say, mm-hmm. without feeling too cramped. So that's a pretty good option if you've got a larger family. Um, now that's the camp. That's the cabins. There's also camp sites. If you're, if you're camping people, if you've got a you know a camper or an RV or or something like that, or if you're just a tent camper and you really like to, if you really like to to camp, they have campsites as well that are even cheaper. Um, so that is the Magic Is Here offer. Now, just to compare, if you live in the kind of the southeastern area, uh, they've got another version of the Magic Is Here offer going on right now which is still called the Magic is Here, but it's a Magic is Here room offer. So this one is specific to residents of Alabama, Georgia, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, and West Virginia. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if you live in one of those states, pretty much, so the same things I just, I just read out apply, but if you're in one of those states, you qualify for this offer. So, uh, for the Pop Century, where it was three thousand, now it's twenty nine oh eight. So um, about a hundred. About a hundred for the Coronado Springs, where it was thirty one eighty eight. It's now thirty one forty nine. For some reason, that one didn't save quite as much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for the cabins, where it was forty four thirty one, now it's four thousand eighty one. So that's a almost that's four hundred, like a four hundred dollar savings. Hmm. Right. Yeah. All right. Math. Yeah. Three. 350 something like that so okay. it, it depends on the the level and different different things and that's what gets really confusing about some of this stuff when you're booking it you never can tell exactly you know they've got mm-hmm. different offers and stuff going on that's why you should use a travel agent <laughs> you really got to plug it all in in different ways because you know what they also released a uh, a disney visa card holder offer mm-hmm. uh so hey i plugged that one in <laughs> it's more expensive than both of these so <laughs> <laughs> just because an offer comes out doesn't mean it's a deal um, so that's you're right that's why that's why we do what we do because we go in and we plug it in and we can click on all the different offers that are available right now and it'll resolve the different prices and, and we can pull the one that is cheapest um, mm-hmm. and, and then if a cheaper one even comes out we can go back and retro that's true and that's what's awesome it. yeah that's what's awesome about Disney is they make that easy for the agents to go in if you've booked one and maybe there's not an offer yet, or maybe there's a regular, you know, one offer, but maybe as the event gets closer, your travel gets closer, they release a new offer that's even better. You know, you can just go and apply the new offer and save you even more money. So that's pretty much what we do is when new offers come out, we'll go in and we'll go down the client list who we've got booked to travel and we'll say, all right, if we apply any of these offers, are we saving anybody money? And if we do, we'll just apply it, and we'll call you up and say, hey, we just saved you a couple of hundred more dollars off your trip. Congratulations. <laughs> so um, so that's just you know something we do in the background, and you don't have to really worry about it or think about it. So, mm-hmm. um, But there is a myriad of different you know selections and options. And as Disney does, you know, we're 
I pulled these these three you know quotes out, but as you can see, depending on when you're going and stuff, you know, if you want to do a $2,500 package, if that's your budget, you know, you can do a really nice vacation. Um, you know, when you look at if that's your budget, you look and find a vacation, you know, in a resort that fits that budget. If you've got a bigger budget, maybe you can do the moderate resort. If you've got a bigger budget, maybe you can try a, a, a deluxe resort. So the, they've got a bunch of different, uh, you know, options for different budget levels. Mm -hmm. So so that's 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 the other thing is, you know, we can come in here and you can figure out, okay, what, you know, what's, what's your budget and what, what are you looking to do and figure out, you know, what the best fit is for you because they've got... You know, they've got lots and lots of resorts at Disney World. Mm -hmm. They've got a bunch of different resorts to choose from. Mm -hmm. um, and each resort in these travel packages get a little confusing because when they release them, you know, they release these deals, but there's only so many, you know, availabilities for that deal for each resort. So sometimes they'll release a big deal and you can't actually get it at the resort you want, but you can get it at a different resort. Sometimes you can stay at a nicer resort for even cheaper because the deal is there. So it gets really confusing, That's and that's why we do what we do, because we go and we figure out all the confusion in the background to make sure we're you know, getting the best offer available. Mm -hmm. so, um, so that's the holiday stuff they got coming up. There are some even more you know, uh, uh, discounted things coming up in the new year. So I think we're going to talk about some of those on our next show. Uh, because they've got some new packages coming out that are some pretty deep discounts if you want to travel the first part of next year. Okay. So mm -hmm. that's even better. So yeah. Um, so what do you think, Lacey? Why do you want to go back to Disney for Christmas? We we checked it. We did it last year. But what, what do you really want to go back for? Well, I think Main Street would probably be my favorite. Just listen to, listening to the Dapper Dan, seeing the Philharmonic Band come through in yeah. the distance, seeing the projection shows on the castle. I mean, that's it's just a beautiful place to be. I mean, I could just sit on a bench for a long time <laughs> <laughs> right there on Main Street in the Magic Kingdom. Or we could go ride a ride. We don't, yeah, you, know, you can do both. We talked about a lot of stuff that they're doing for Christmas. You know, uh, coincidentally, they've got a lot of fun rides as well. <laughs> So we they can go, do. while you're waiting on the bench, we'll go ride Pirates of the Caribbean, and we'll come pick you up <laughs> afterward. We'll bring you a cookie. <laughs> but yeah, and I also think Epcot, because um, we did like the Food and Wine Festival, I so Epcot. I think that the, uh, you know, a holiday festival would be fun, too. And I like to see all the, you know, um, I guess just different Christmas traditions that each country would have, because the food would highlight the different countries and foods that they eat for Christmas. So yeah. I think that's always interesting yeah. to see. Yeah, I love Epcot. Epcot may be one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. So, and it's got a lot of stuff coming um, to Epcot. So, um, speaking of which, uh, let's let's jump into some news and updates. So, um, that's one that's not actually on my list, but they did uh, announce a lot, kind of an update on some of their stuff today. Um, and it's not something to really talk about, but I'm going to put a lot of some updates on our Facebook page um, because Disney released a lot of really cool footage. Um, and media around some of the updates to their new rides today. So I'll put some of that over on our Facebook page, but they've got some video clips from the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Mm, Ariel, like that. They've got some images from the new Ratatouille ride. Mm -hmm. um, they have, they, I guess it's not Epcot related, but they do have uh, images from the fully laid out rooms 
from the Star Wars Hotel coming. Mm. Jason will like Jason that. Jason will really <laughs> like that. Uh, yeah, it looked mm. very awesome. And they act, they even had some more information about the uh, the new fireworks show that's coming to replace um, Illuminations. And it's going to be a huge, awesome show, apparently. Mm-hmm. So lots of updates coming out of Disney for some of those um, things that they've got coming up. Uh, but then they also, they had their, their um, shareholders call um, last week, and apparently they are raising their park capacity as well. Actually, it sounds like they already have raised their park capacity from 25% up to 35%. So um, that's something that will probably be noticeable in the parks a little bit. Um, it doesn't sound like a lot, but from our Hollywood Studios experience, yeah. it would be a lot because we waited in some long lines due to the, all the yeah. social distancing and COVID <clears throat> measures. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, if you really, if you've ever really wanted to go to Disney uh, during Christmas or during the holidays, you know that that week from Christmas to Thanksgiving is typically uh, the most busy time that they have. I think you say Christmas to Thanksgiving. You mean Sorry. Christmas to New Year's? <laughs> Christmas to New Year's. <laughs> if you're traveling back in time from Christmas <laughs> to Thanksgiving, actually, Thanksgiving to Christmas is a good time to go. Um, that there's kind of a little bit of a lull between Thanksgiving and Christmas. I mean, and but between Christmas and New Year's, yeah, that's that's when they're like they're typically at capacity the entire time. If you get into the park, you don't leave the park because you might not get back into the park. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we had friends that went Christmas Day, and ooh. they said it. They felt so claustrophobic you couldn't and that's move I, without running into someone. I just can't imagine doing that. I'm not that big. I, I don't like crowds enough to. I can't imagine doing that. Actually, on the day on yeah. Christmas Day or that that even that week when it's supposed to be like that all the time. But this might be a good year to do it because, yeah, they're still going to meet those capacities. But at 35% capacity, the yeah, the, the ride lines are still going to seem long because of the social distancing. But when you're just walking around the park, it's not going to be shoulder-to-shoulder sardines. Because mm-hmm. when they're at 100% capacity and they're full, yeah, you're like shoulder to shoulder everywhere you're standing in the street, and that's what they were saying. That's why it felt claustrophobic because there wasn't an extra, there wasn't a place to stand that wasn't full of another person. Mm-hmm. I mean, so this year you've got a third of the amount of people actually in the park. So just walking around the streets of Main Street is going to feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Trying to get, you know, sometimes after the fireworks and stuff. At the end of the night, when you're just trying to walk down Main Street to get out of the park, and you can't because of the people, you know, there's just a massive, you know, clump of people. So you're talking about a third of the capacity at this point. So, I mean, if you just want to be in the park on Christmas Day, if that's like been a lifelong dream to be in Walt Disney World on Christmas Day, this might not be a bad year to try it because it's not going to feel quite as crowded. Mm-hmm. So. Could be. Yeah. Just a mm-hmm. thought. Yeah. So do you think Universal is going to up their capacity as well? Yeah. Uh, I would imagine they would probably. Um, I can't imagine them. They probably would. They pro- you, We probably won't notice. They might or have already. <laughs> yeah. Just because, uh, you know, Disney is, in a, Disney is in the spotlight a lot more for these kind of things because they are Disney. Uh, Universal has the benefit of being the, the smaller of the two. So they ride under the... Um, you know, under the notice a lot of the time. So, you know, they've been, you know, where Disney is getting a lot of media focus on their COVID stuff and, and, and whether they should open and things like that. 
Universal seems like they've just opened and haven't really had any issues and haven't had a whole lot of attention. Over a month before Disney. Way earlier. You didn't hardly hear anything about it. And it just seemed to be working to the point where it feels like they could probably just slowly start to up their capacity and no one would really notice. Um, There were days on the weekends when we were there that it was pretty crowded and it was pretty full. And some of their rides were still, you know, pretty long waits. But again, they're at social distancing. But, you know, like the the two, the couple of rides that they were able to manage to get back to full capacity, um, their lines were pretty short, comparatively mm-hmm. speaking. So you could tell that they were still at a lower capacity. But mm-hmm. I think they could inch theirs up and it probably wouldn't get as much attention and nobody would probably notice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think they definitely will if they haven't already. Mm-hmm. So. so speaking of Universal... I did find out some news I wanted to share. So we did officially kind of find out that the Hogwarts Castle Projection Show and the Whoville Holiday Spectacular will not be happening now this year. So um, I think we mentioned that, that episode a few weeks ago that there's just not much room in front of the castle to stand and watch the projection show. Yeah. So I just think they didn't have the space. Probably. But you still have the Frog Choir. And Celestina Warbeck and all the decorations there. So you still get some Christmases performances and decorations and everything. And then since they're not doing the Whoville Holiday Spectacular, the Grinch and the Who's will be greeting guests in Seussland. And someone on the um, annual pass holder page this weekend actually had a picture of the Grinch (laughs) doing, he had a giant megaphone. Oh no! And you can imagine how he was harassing guests and just calling a lot, causing a lot of mayhem. So you can Yikes. still you can still experience the Grinch in full um, in Seussland, <laughs> even though he doesn't have his show right now. Oh, he will be seen. Mm-hmm. And then just some wonderful news, in my opinion, <laughs> also to come out of Universal, is that my favorite resort, Portofino Bay, is reopening on December first. Mm. And it we just nice. booked a short stay right before Christmas there, and we're going to do an episode on um, Portofino Bay in the future too. So we'll do one on the campground, and we'll do one on a. Portofino Bay, um, but we're really looking forward to that. It's it's a yeah. wonderful hotel and gets you the um, express pass and ferry boat ride. And it's, you truly feel like you're in Italy when you're there. And I can't wait to see all the Christmas decorations. It looks like, so they've got pictures at the resort of the actual bay in Portofino. Uh, and they it looks just like it i mean the, mm. when you and when you pull maybe a cleaner version but well sure yeah. <laughs> but mm. when you pull up on the water taxi into the little bay and they've got the little boats kind of all around the bay i mean it looks like you're pulling up into a little port city in italy and it's just it is our favorite mm-hmm. um so, and then also mm. on december 15th dockside inn and suites which is a part of universal's endless summer resort is going to open. This is a brand new hotel. It's just been sitting there waiting to open. It was supposed to open this summer, and yep. they've delayed it. They did open its sister resort, which was the Surfside Inn and Suites. That right. has been open, but now the other side, the dock side, is also going to be open. And you can get some very affordable rooms for the family very. here. A room starts nice at rooms. $79 per night. For nice, like, large rooms. Like, mm-hmm. they've got some family suites over there that are affordable like really affordable yeah we had several friends and our nephew who just recently stayed at surfside inn and suites and they all had great things to say this is where universal has gotten really smart about it because they were you know they they, they've got their different levels of hotels uh and i I think in general their hotels are more affordable 
than Disney hotels, like two comparable Disney hotels. Um, but their their lowest level hotels, you know, are in that hundred dollar range, you know, slightly over hundred one one hundred dollars a night or something like that. So there were still a lot of people staying at the off site hotels that are still right there in the area, mm-hmm. where like if you're over at Disney, you know, an off site hotel is off site. Uh, at Universal, if you're staying at an off-site hotel, you're still just down the street or across the street. Um, so they built these pretty much right across the street from all the rest of theirs, but they're priced like the off-site hotels, right? So, you know, you're talking $79 a night. I think for, when I was looking for not much more, you can you can get like a family suite. Mm, those you, may have started at so, 120 I'm yeah, thinking. Which is like the price of a value resort at Disney. Mm-hmm. You know, that's got two queen beds and a bathroom. So now you're talking getting in a family suite, and they're really nice looking. Are those two bedrooms? Is that what the family suites are? I think like? the basic family suites have like the, the the one separated bedroom, but they have all these different varieties. They've got a one bedroom, they've got multi bedroom, you know, things available. So they've got mm-hmm. a bunch of different room options. So it'd be good for bigger families, definitely too. for bigger families. So if you're looking for like, you know, they're making it to where there's not really a reason to look at one of the off-site hotels because they have their hotels that are as cheap as the off-site hotels. They've got multi-room options that are as cheap as the off-site hotels. And these are still beautiful Lowe's resorts, you know, with big, giant, beautiful swimming pools. And uh, you still get all the the amenities. And you still get all the perks from being at a Universal Resort. So you get the early early park admission and mm-hmm. you get the, the transportation and things like that. So mm-hmm. it's pretty awesome. So, mm-hmm. Well, I think that's all my updates. I was looking for reviews on the Christmas happenings we talked about last week over at Opryland, but maybe it's too mm. soon. Could be. Because it just started this weekend. Yeah. So if I can get my hands on some of those, I'll let you know what people are saying. We will keep an eye out for those. So. Yeah. And then next week... Next week's Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, next week we're taking off. Oh, we get to take a break for Thanksgiving. So everybody have a great Thanksgiving. We will come back after Thanksgiving with some after Thanksgiving specials, right? Right. So we're going to talk holiday deals. So we're going to take a whole show and dedicate to um, some big deals that people are releasing for you know Black Friday and after Thanksgiving and holiday specials. So there are a lot of travel deals that are coming out. Uh, we're also going to take... We're also going to take the same show and we're going to talk about some travel and saving tips, right? Mm-hmm. About how you can save yeah. and, uh, and and build your, your vacation budget. Yeah, because if so. you want to travel, you have to save, unfortunately. You got to come up with a plan. <laughs> yeah. Plan, figure out how to do it. Yeah. So we're going to talk about some travel deals. We're going to talk about some, some money-saving options and some, uh, some tips on how to build that... Uh, vacation budget that vacation fund mm-hmm. so you can do it oh yeah <laughs> you just have to prioritize a little bit so yeah we're gonna have a lot of a lot of good tips and a lot of good travel deals so don't forget to join us in a couple of weeks for that show so if you do have any questions or anything about anything we talked about this week if you're interested in checking out disney for christmas please give us a call or give us a shoot us an email or send us a message uh let us know we'd be happy to help you out help you uh, put together the perfect trip or adventure for your family for the christmas holidays if you have questions about anything that we've talked about on the show either this week or in the past week disney universal any christmas destination vacation destination we'd be happy to help you out don't forget to check us out on facebook 
on our website at lamplightadventures.com. Any of the deals that, that we've talked about on the show, we'll have listed over there as well, and we'll be happy to answer any questions about it. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page and find the gallery from today's show where we will have some of our photos from our adventure. Mm, you need to post that picture my dad took of <laughs> we Main will, Street. We will post the Main we'll Street picture. Uh, so yeah, we'll have the gallery up there with all of our photos from when we were at Disney for Christmas so you can get inspired for what you want to do. Um, but if you do have any questions or if you just want to reach out and let us know what you think about the show, please do. You can email me at jason at lamplightadventures.com or lacy at lamplightadventures.com. Feel free to email us at any time. And we do appreciate you listening. Uh, we would ask that you, hey, if you are listening to the podcast, if you like it, uh, if you will rate us in whatever podcast platform you are listening to or an Apple podcast or Spotify, give us a good review. Um, share us out on your social media pages. Let people know that we're out there. You know, the more people we uh, have listening, the more people we can help plan an awesome adventure. And uh, we just like to talk about, you know, traveling, going places. So um, we appreciate you guys all for listening. And we hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving next week. And we will be back the week after. So thanks, Lacey. Thanks, everybody. And y'all have a good week. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Bye.